Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator Skin. Man, I love Operator Skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. This... Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. Residence 17 Plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com. So, uh, happy National Vinyl Record Day today. <laughs> yeah. Do you still own some vinyl? You do. Don't you have a record player? I do have a turntable. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's in the family room. And Kristen gave that to me for my birthday and also bought a bunch of like classic vinyl albums, which was really neat that have been reissued. Do you listen to it it's often? Great. Uh, haven't. Since I moved to Kristen's, we, we don't as often. But when we were at my house, we, we played it all the time. Yeah. Did yeah. you like the sound? And it Loved it. And yeah. it would connect through a, like a Bluetooth Bose speaker system, which sounded uh, great. Nice. I remember the first time her kids came over my place and they saw that. And they're like, so how does that work? <laughs> And they're they're crouching down and they're looking at the needle, making contact with the vinyl, and they're like, "How does sound? How was sound produced that way?" Did you just say the needle on the record? Put the needle on the record. I took a picture of him looking at it. It was just classic <laughs> generational thing, curiosity. You know? It is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so we've got a bunch of stuff here to talk about. Some news items that didn't make the news that we think probably should have. Weddings can be boring. No one goes into one saying, I really hope it's a two to three hour affair. <laughs> uh, when yes. was the last time you went to a wedding that where the, the ceremony lasted more than 20 minutes? I feel like they've all gotten pretty short. The oh, ceremony. have they gotten pretty short? Yeah, I... but it's been a long time since I've been to a church wedding. Oh. So I don't know if church weddings are still, you know, a good Catholic wedding if they include mass and sometimes... Um, communion. Very liturgical. Then, yes, it can go a little bit longer. It How sure long can. is your wedding going to last, Tim? I don't know. Is it going to be a quick, you know, 15-minute ceremony, minutes. or are you going to do... Well, you know, I we, like all the Catholic pomp and circumstance. I love that stuff, but, you know, they're not doing that for me right, right now. Right, right, right. Um, so, probably just like a little 10-minute backyard deal. Yeah. In and out. Yeah. Be getting to the meat and potatoes. <laughs> Still hoping you're going to write your own vows. Sure. Who's going to perform the ceremony? Um, probably our friend Meg. Yeah? Uh-huh. Is she certified? Is she an she is. internet reverend? She is. Yeah? She's been asking to do it for about eight years. Really? So. Oh, well, then she's prepared. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be fun. Well, some people still plan those really long two to three hour traditional affairs. You doing the sand or the unity candle? <laughs> You're not funny. I'm not doing any of that crap. The sand is better than the candle. No. <laughs> what am I going to do with that sand? You put it on the mantle. Right. Yeah. Not doing that. And remember your day. It is tough for a lot of the people who attend these things because, like, you're happy for the couple, you love the couple, but in many cases, you're bored. Yeah. So bored. Have you ever been so bored at a wedding that you've secretly watched a television show? Oh, my God. That's just, on your phone. I just can't even. Yeah. No. New survey of mobile viewers, a whopping 16% of them say they've actually snuck watching a show on their phone during a wedding. 16%. That's 
it is pretty wild. Some of that could have been during maybe downtime where there wasn't much happening. But still, in general, people who are into mobile content say they watch almost a third of their TV shows on their phones. About one out of five have watched a show or movie at a bar. Maybe uh, you're at the bar by yourself and you're having dinner at the bar. You're waiting on your food while sipping on your cocktail. Watch a show while you're at it. Get some entertainment in there. 31% have watched something in their car, although I hope hopefully not while driving. Not while driving. Right. Uh, more than a third of people admit to double screening at home. So that's watching mm. one thing on your phone while watching another thing on television. God, I can't do that. Yeah, but some of those people aren't really trying to watch both because 37% say it's basically just a, a way for them to watch their own stuff rather than the content that other people in the room are watching at the same time. Mm. I have seen dudes watch sports during certain... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Weddings. That maybe there was a playoff game or yeah. some sort of high importance game. Have the little phone out. A little, there. yeah, mm-hmm. making, making sure. Catching up on the score or mm-hmm. whatnot. Uh, like gazpacho, a lot of people will say that revenge is a dish best served cold, meaning that it's more satisfying when planned over time and enacted when least expected. Huh. Well, also like gazpacho, you can also serve revenge hot and fast. And apparently that's what most people prefer these days. Researchers at Virginia Commonwealth University say most people would rather retaliate right away. (laughs) Across six experiments, 58% of participants preferred to take immediate revenge, even if it meant dealing a lesser blow to an enemy. They wanted it swift. Yeah. In one experiment, a majority of the participants even chose quick revenge over receiving money. I'm going to recommend sitting on it for a bit. I'm going to recommend sitting on it for a very long. Sit on it until the urge leaves you. Researchers say people seem to want to dole out an immediate response to teach others a lesson. Of course, there were situations where people would delay it as well. Those situations were more common when provocations became become so severe that people would ruminate about them over and over again. Or when people provoke so-called wrong person, like someone with antagonistic personality traits yeah. where you have messed with a hornet's nest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Another news that didn't make the news this morning, the jobs at Zipia.com posted a <laughs> list of the careers you're more likely to gravitate toward, depending on the month you were born. <laughs> we had some fun with this this morning in the Facebook Live video. It is kind of fun. And it is all backed by stats. Some of these things aren't really jobs, 
But here's what the stats say. Born in the month of January, more debt collectors and doctors born in that month than any other field. Hmm. In February, artists and traffic cops. Hmm. In the month of March, we see more pilots and musicians born. In the month of April, see more dictators. <laughs> A lot dictators. of dictators born in the month of April. Adolf Hitler, Saddam Hussein, Vladimir Lenin, all April all babies. All April babies. Yep. Hmm. A little different than a traffic cop. Yes. Uh, you will also see a lot of politicians born in the month of May. According to the job website Zipia, uh, if you're born in the month of May, you're more likely to gravitate toward becoming a politician. Huh. If you're born in the month of June, you're more likely to gravitate toward becoming a Nobel Prize winner or CEO. How about that? How about that? I am born in the month of June. I know. What happened there? <laughs> There's still time. There's, There's still, still time. time. That's true. It ain't over yet. It ain't over See, yet. I'm going to be a CEO of my own darn company, maybe. There you go. Jennifer Jordan Enterprise. I know. I am the CEO of my own life already. That's something. Look at it that way. But yeah, no. did it say Nobel Peace Prize or just Nobel Prize? Nobel Prize. So it could be any kind. Sure. All right. Uh, let's see. In July, you're more likely to gravitate toward becoming a bricklayer or layer, bricklayer or a train driver. Hmm. Interesting jobs. Yeah. Yeah, you don't hear that very often. No, it's interesting. My grandfather was a bricklayer. He was a mason, a contractor, and mm-hmm. he was born in the month of July. How that about stands that? stands to reason. Uh, bricklayer is popping up again in August. Wow. I didn't yep. realize there were that many bricklayers in the world. We need sure. more. We do need more skilled tradesmen. In the month of September, see a lot of athletes and physicists. Ooh, they're athletes and physicists. Uh, here's something interesting. If you're born in the month of October... Don't have any jobs here, but you're more likely to live to be 100 years old if you were born in the month of October. It's my brother. There's a lot of jobs that, you know, if health and well-being, you know, probably if you're making it to 100, you could probably work in those fields. My sister will be happy to hear that news. (laughs) Uh, Now, let's see. I'll I'll get to November here in a second because both Tim and I were born in the month of November. (laughs) Uh, We'll save that for last. If you're born in the month of December, uh, you're more likely to gravitate toward becoming a dentist. There you go. And here we go. This is not a joke. Now for November, remember, I'm a CEO or a Nobel Prize winner sitting here. That's right. So do you got something better than that? In the month of November, you are more likely to be a serial killer or a schizophrenic. (laughs) You know, the more I sit here with you guys and we do news that didn't make the news. This is now the seventh or eighth story in the last four years where something I do or where I'm located or when I was born points to this psychopath. Yes. Or sociopath. I know they're not exactly the same, but I would put them in the same column of things. Well, you know, I don't I'm not concerned about you. Okay, And I will say. That I think under different life circumstances, mm-hmm. like if you were really dealt a hard deck of cards, mm-hmm. you know, with the, the uh, uh, terrible childhood or sure. a lot of a lot of trauma in your life, that maybe they I could wish. see, I could, I, I could see it. <laughs> I think, I think you'd have it in you. Let's hope we're not the only ones who. <laughs> Don't quite realize our 
full, full potential. potential, as they say. <laughs> yeah. I think any of us can be a psychopath, a sociopath, or a serial killer under under the right, the right circumstances. Situation. Absolutely. Sure. I mean, the human spirit can be crushed in so many ways. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Well. What else we got today? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're not. Yeah, me too. Thanks. Uh, Here's a story I love. Would you be more productive at work if there weren't any meetings? Or would you just burn more time on Instagram or something? Now, out of all of us, I mean, Tim by far goes to the most meetings. He he loves them. He He must love them. He enjoys them. Don't you enjoy at least the social aspect of them? He's never in a hurry to get out of here. No. Uh, I enjoy most of the meetings Mm -hmm. that I go to. And he is very accessible. He's the most available staff member I think we have here. Yeah. I try. Makes himself available. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's awesome. Thank, mm-hmm. thank goodness for you. Yes. 89% of workers in a new survey said they, however, would love to have just one day, just one day with no meetings or phone calls. Almost half said they usually have at least two or three a day. 20% said it's more like five. And the top things that the respondents really dislike about meetings are, uh, well, having to get there on time, the fatigue that comes with meetings, and poor planning by the person running them. If we have to be in a meeting, though, the majority of us prefer to do it face-to-face instead of on Zoom 100%. or on the mm-hmm. phone. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have it in your contract that you don't do meetings, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It, the way it's written is they must be pivotal. Meaning, I was joking. Know, is that really it? Oh. <laughs> so I the word used is pivotal. <laughs> pivotal. Yeah. They must be pivotal. Really, that is the language in the. Good to know. Were you contract. getting called into a lot of meetings that weren't pivotal at some point? It, it came up. <laughs> there was some discussion like, where, what, i'm trying to think of any because we don't do that many meetings no we don't now and do there you was think a we time did? if you recall there was a time back in the day when we had uh different a different program director uh-huh. and a, just a different setup yeah that we spent an awful lot of time in the box did we see yeah. i don't remember that at all Pivotal. Yeah, everything's a, a blur of- Pivotal, yeah. of crucial Back importance then. in relation to the development or success of right. something. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. God, I don't remember that. Like, I I enjoy creative meetings. Mm-hmm. Like, when there's brainstorming and sharing of ideas. But and, I like them small. And lunch. Yeah, lunch is always nice when food is provided. But it, it's small. Don't I don't want to be in a meeting where there's 20 people. No, and, and they got to move. They got to stay yeah. on topic. Mm-hmm. And in it's so many keep cases, going. they don't necessarily. And it just that's where the fatigue starts to set in. Yeah, and then there's always that person that has to keep asking questions. God almighty. That it's like, can we, can we please wrap it up? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, it could be great if you're actually... Getting stuff done, mm-hmm. staying on topic, mm-hmm. and you walk out of there feeling, all right, we knocked some stuff out just now. That was mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Hey, we should probably take a break. 745, we got more news that didn't make the news to come. <laughs> Please don't put apple cider vinegar on your manhood. Why am I saying that? Because there's a story about it. <laughs> I used to be here in Chicago. I was just in Las Vegas. I went to see Celine Dion perform. Because you know it ain't over till the thin lady sings.
I've never lived in Las Vegas before, but I believe years ago I had relatives who lived there and worked in the sequin mines. <laughs> and I saw the uh, new James Bond film, Die Alive, Yesterday and Tomorrow Again, and I liked it better than the last one, Born Yesterday to Kill Again, Tomorrow Forever. Finger. Actually, I'm in a great mood tonight. We had a big week in the Miller family. My 12-year-old son, Holden, got his black belt in Taekwondo. And, uh, yeah, very proud. Big moment for the Miller clan. Up until this point in history, we've not been known as a particularly motivated brood. Did a little research. Our family crest has a channel flicker on it. Dennis Miller, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Some dangerous ads have been popping up online suggesting that people put apple cider vinegar on your manhood. Now, apple cider vinegar is good for a lot of different things. I do a little shot of it every day. Do you? Mm -hmm. Good for you. But uh, what is it supposed to do for your junk? supposed to increase its size by 65 percent 65 percent 65 percent that's gonna be just a little too much i think unless you've really got some inadequacies going on there well that's true that's probably who they're targeting i imagine to put a number like that out there whoa 65 percent so do you put it in a bowl and dip it do you pour it on do you sponge it on one shows a cartoon of someone pouring it on themselves down (laughs) below And another shows an animation of a guy using a feminine hygiene product to insert some apple cider vinegar in his backside to achieve a similar effect. That's got to burn. I mean, that stuff, when you do a shot of it, doesn't it burn all the way down? It it does a little bit, yeah. It's like, whoo! I don't know who produces these or why they put what the motivation is. Are they just intentionally trying to... Uh, ridicule, make fun of people. See how dumb people, people really see are. To see are. if they'll I, actually do it. I don't know. Oh. Anyway, do not do that. Please do not do that. Doctors say there is zero evidence to support these claims, but it can burn your skin yeah. or cause an infection yeah. and allow bacteria to enter your bloodstream. So, in summary, No, (laughs) you should not put apple cider vinegar on your man. Now, you know, has there been anything that you guys have tried, any product out there that actually does achieve the goal that they're trying to achieve with the apple cider vinegar on the junk? No. No. To make it bigger? Yes. No, I'm pretty sure that nothing does that. Even in the special stores? Surgical. The special stores? You know, that sell that kind of thing. One time I had a whole workup done, and it showed that my <laughs> testosterone was a little bit on the low side. Yeah. And so the nutritionist said, you should take uh, this this supplement. It will help kind of get that going again. Yeah. And I took it for a while, and I, I don't think it did anything. I have no idea. But I looked at what the supplement was, and it was bovine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, testicles. Yeah. And then well, I was like, I'm never taking that again. I know a woman who, you know, the hormone replacement therapy kind mm-hmm. of stuff and the, the pellets 
under the yep. skin kind of yep. thing. I did that for a little bit. Results not good. I have I had I they gave me too much, and it was a problem. Oh boy! But I <laughs> it was a it was a major distraction. So I had a friend. <laughs> Who did that? And she swears that her little girl bit, like, got bigger. I've heard that. Yeah. Like, significantly bigger. Hmm. I don't know. Well. Good morning. Hey. <laughs> it's all about blood flow, right? I don't. Yeah. I uh, Is that what testosterone? Is that what? I have the foggiest idea. I don't, I don't either. I just know she was like, she's like, listen, I took it. It got bigger. She says, it's all I could think about. She says, I was dry humping the couch. It was a problem. Hmm. I was driving home on the rumble strips. <laughs> I'm sitting on the washing machine when it's on spin cycle. And this I don't is, know what to do with my time. And this is testosterone. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, then uh-huh. you know what? It's good that she experienced that because she got a glimpse into what it's like <laughs> to be a teenage boy. To be a, like, I don't know how you guys walk around with those things. Yeah. Really? Now you know. Now I it makes mm-hmm. much more sense. I'm allowing this dramatic pause in case anyone has any other afterthoughts that you want to throw in there while we're on the topic. I think I've said enough. I got nothing. I thoroughly enjoyed this. I'm in no hurry to move on. This is educational and entertaining. Well, do you have questions? I have no questions. Okay, no further questions. Sorry, I don't. No. Okay, switching gears now. And it takes months to work it out of the system. Does it really? Oh, my God. A long time. So, can <laughs> actually, I do have a question. Okay. So, what was the original purpose of taking them in the first place? Was it uh, because this person was going through a certain them life or change? Me. Well, you know, started showing some symptoms, and I don't even remember what the symptoms of low testosterone levels are. But went and had the hormones checked, and it showed that very low testosterone, as well as probably estrogen. I'm not even. You know, I am not a doctor here about all of this. I'm just relaying kind of how I remember as you it going understood down. it, as I understood it at the time. Yeah, testosterone levels were low, and they were experiencing symptoms from low testosterone levels. So, supplemental testosterone was suggested or recommended, and and they did it. It's and funny. I did it. I mean, I had low testosterone. I probably still do, but after what happened to me last time, I'm a little hesitant. Well, you'd be surprised how many people think that you know testosterone is a strictly male hormone. Yeah, like they don't no, realize that not. women need a, a certain amount of testosterone as well. Yeah, yeah, it affects and our sex drive and it, other things. I'll tell you what, you know, you turn on AM news talk radio and every other ad is... Uh, targeted at men who are suffering from low T. Yeah. You suffering from low T? <laughs> have we got a cream for we you. We got or, something for you. we got some yeah. doctor because yeah. you got low T. Maybe that's the answer to the issue then. But yeah, I mean, I'm uh, I'm under a hormonal assault right now. I've got hormones just all over the place and they're affecting all kinds of things with me right now. I need to go get it looked at again because I know that that's... I mean, it's why I'm so tired all the time. It's why I'm kind of moody and having major mood swings. You know, it's like I get like crazy mad really fast out of nowhere. And I'm like, why does that even make me mad? I'm not not really mad about that. 
Huh. So I know that's hormones. Yeah. So you associate low T with guys, but that can be a problem for women too, sure. which is why you and this person were getting, what? what is it, like a shot or you take a pill? They or were how- pellets that were embedded under the skin on my butt. So they made an incision that, I don't know, it was maybe a half an inch and then literally put these pellets underneath the skin. They put too many pellets. Oh. Because <laughs> it was like my first treatment when I had it done, it was fine. And then the next time, I'm like, oh, let's give you a little bit more. Yeah. No. And they can do those hormone things for the pellets for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. The guy we worked with who does not long work here anymore, he did them for a while for a bunch of different reasons, including, mm-hmm. I think, weight loss or some sort of health or healthier sort of reason. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because the pellets, I, they were from potatoes, some sort of veg. It, it wasn't. Plant like they based. were taking, you know, testosterone from a pig or something. Okay. So you found this to be very distracting. This created... Uh, yeah. But in, in, I mean, was it really bad? Like, was it the worst problem ever or was it... Well, it was a it problem because... Your, did it lift your mood? Or did I don't it put know. You I was so head? distracted by, <laughs> my God, just, yeah. Like, all horned up and nowhere to take it. That's funny. Nowhere to go. Wow. How long did how long did you deal with that before it months really months Hmm. yes now do you still do that at a lower dose or is that off that was it that was it I waited for that plus I had horrible I got horrible acne like and it started on my lower back and it like worked its way all up my back to to my jaw and my chin it was terrible so you were living like thick sick like. Um, cystic, itchy acne. So you were living as a teenage boy for a while. Yes, I was. Yeah, yeah. pretty oh. much. Yeah, oh. it's fascinating. Oh, it was. <laughs> Cindy says, "I love it when you guys have these convos. <laughs> Best morning wake ups ever." <laughs> I, I know I'm not alone. Well. I know I'm not alone. Hmm. Learning so much. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah. I have so many questions, but I have to take a break. So I don't know, but I think I'm really selling the testosterone treatment to you right now. I don't, I don't know that I want that <laughs> distraction. I mean, maybe just short term for when you go on vacation. Oh my goodness, <laughs> knocking stuff over all over the studio. I tell you what, man, those teen years were hard. Yeah. <laughs> literally, literally. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that's, <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait. What rewards? A dual operator skin. Man, I love operator skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents, 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 or 23.